I don't understand what you are still living for. See, every day your relationship with him must be going deeper and stronger and stronger. You know, many people have learned to live their life in one way. Every day they come to him. Oh, Jesus, do this for me, do this for me, do this for me. You know, but they never do anything for Jesus. They never come any day and I say, I just want to worship you. <laughs> worship you. Jesus. Jesus. I just want to worship you. <laughs> worship you. Jesus. You see, that is the way they want to live their life. They want to live their life with Jesus and without Jesus. Many want to live their life with Jesus when they need something. Without Jesus when they get what they are looking for. Jesus wants to be involved in every aspect of your life. You know, many of you, you go to work and then you lock Jesus in your room. You close the padlock and then you walk. You walk without him. How did I know? You start thinking about everything you're going to do in work. As you're going to work, you start thinking about the problems you're going to face. You see, you are going in your own power and you're going in your own strength. And the last time you spoke to Jesus was inside your room. You, you said, oh, thank you. I've woken up. Thank you. I'm going. That's all. <laughs> And Jesus will not force himself. He will just stand and watch you go. He will stand and watch you leave. So when you go out and then you fail, you fail, you fail several times. Ah, humility will now teach you. Ah, I need to go and find my Savior. Where is he? Oh, my Savior. By then, he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. You see, he wants to be involved in your work. Maybe you are a seamstress. As you take the blue or the yellow thread, he wants to tell you that, no, this color is not going to fit. Use this. Hey, he wants to be involved. You see, that is how loving and wonderful he is. That is how awesome he is. See, if you are a child of God and don't have any experience with Jesus, of working with Him, of Him talking to you and you talking back to Him, oh, you have not yet started the journey. You need to go back and find Him. Hold His hands and say, Lord, I can't do it on my own. I need to work with you. As you plan to go to your place of work, whether it is tomorrow or next tomorrow, I want you to carry him along. Carry him along. Carry him along. You see, most of the times, the, the, the reason why our spiritual life is weak is because we do a lot of things without him. We do a lot of things without him. So it's, so it's looking like as if we are going out of the spirit and coming back into the spirit. Just imagine somebody who cooks in the restaurant, leaving for work, forgets Jesus, goes to the restaurant, 
talking to people, doing a lot of activities. You see, by the time this lady will come back in the night, you will not sense, you will not have any feeling of Jesus inside of you. You cannot sense him anymore. Because, you see, all through the time you were working, you were just interacting with the things of this world only. You never interacted with the Spirit. You see, it is the plan of God that you always interact with Him. You always interact with Him. You keep Him close to you. Carry Jesus every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now I would carry you. Everywhere I go. Everywhere, Jesus. Everywhere. And now I will carry you. Everywhere I go. Everywhere. Oh, everywhere. You see, the reason why most of you, you no longer sense the Spirit of God teaching you anymore, is because you are not carrying Him. You are not carrying Him along. So you can't sense Him. He is not teaching you. You know, most of the time, as a child of God, He, the teacher, should be teaching you a particular truth. A particular truth. Sometimes he will just speak to you and he will say, in fact, sometimes he will use the circumstances or what you are going through at that moment to explain things to you. You know, today, as as I was um, about to take my shower, I was cleaning my room, cleaning my room, and then there was a certain rack I was using to clean. I cleaned the fan and then I heard him. I heard him. And then he said, he told me, send that rag outside. Like put it in the dustbin. I was, the first thing that came to my mind was like, I was like, ah, God, what is your own business with my rag? This rag. Does it have to do anything with you? Okay. Do you know something? I just obeyed. You see, you have to be foolish to follow the voice of Jesus. You have to be foolish. Just be foolish and obey that voice. You see, so I just chose to obey. I took this dirty rug and I placed it in the dustbin. Ah. And then I came back cleaning my room, cleaning my room. As I took my um, bucket, going to take my shower, you know what? The Lord spoke again. He said, I hate death. I hate death. Oh, he said, I hate death. Oh, but you are a spirit. You 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 don't you don't live in a room. You don't you don't live with us. So why should you say you hate death? Like you don't have any business with death. He said, I hate death. And then I started interacting with him. And then he started teaching me more. He said, Philip. When your room is dirty, do you feel like staying in that room? I said, no. No. I don't want to stay. In fact, I hate dirty environment. I don't want to stay there. Then he said, Philip, so many of you, many of you, you are dirty. That is why I cannot come to you. That is why I am. It's not as if I don't love you people. But I cannot come to you 
because I hate death. Hey. You see, with this revelation, with this revelation, oh my God, I was feeling it in my heart. The way I hate dirty places. I don't even want to be around dirty places. It was the same way the Lord Jesus hated dirty things. When he says dirty dirty things, he's talking about those who are living in sin. Those who are giving themselves to sin. The Lord Jesus said, I hate death. Although he loves you. He want to come to you. He want to stay with you. But you see, because of death, sin, he cannot come and stay with you. I hate death. No matter what you do or what you say, Jesus hates death. He hates sin. To walk with him, to walk with him, you must take that sin away. If you want him to come and be with you and always talk with you, oh, my friend, you need to take that sin away from you. You need to take that dirty habit away from you. You need to take that lying tongue away from you. Because Jesus hates death. I just want to be where you are. You can sing that song so many times. But if there is death, if there is sin, he will not be there with you. The moment you go to him, he will run away. Why? Because he hates death. He hates death. He hates death. He hates men living in sin. He cannot stay in that environment. You are good. You are, you are. (laughs) Yesterday, you know, after our our meeting yesterday, I, I was just reflecting on the meeting we had yesterday and then the voice of the Lord, (laughs) the voice of the Lord kept, it kept echoing, it kept echoing in my ears and the voice was saying, hard truth hard truth the voice kept on saying hard truth hard truth i was like you see saying the hard truth is not easy but you see only a few people want to hear that hard truth like michael there are people they don't like they don't like to hear the hard truth so when they hear it they will never come back to hear it but you see it doesn't matter those who would hear would hear and be changed they will be changed because they love him they love him and they would not allow anything separate him from them they will never allow they will never allow anything that you cannot let go because of Jesus hey 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 it has become your Jesus let me repeat it again anything you cannot let go because of Jesus it has become your Jesus it has become your Jesus 
You see, I know there are some of you, you have cried several times. You have cried several times. Lord, why do I keep on falling? Why do I keep on failing in this particular sin? You see, you know what he's saying? He's saying, your love is not yet strong enough to reject that sin. (laughs) Do you know that it can get to a point and then you want to do something bad and you just think, no, I love him so much. I can't hurt him. I can't hurt him. (laughs) Oh, for your glory. For your glory. Oh, for your glory, I want to live. I want to live. I want to live. For your glory, I want to live. I want to live. For your glory. For your glory. Many spend their time. It is easy to come and start making noise that you are praying. It is easy for you to come and start doing that you are praying. Hi. Hi. Whilst you are opening your mouth and yet heavens are closing their ears. Hey. Because heaven hates Heaven hates sin. Hi. The moment you come with your sin, they say, Look at he is the one coming again. They will close their ears. Huh? Uh, you want to live a holy life? You want to live a glorious life? Then, my friend, you ought to walk away from sin. You want to see Jesus appearing to you? I have seen him. You want to see him coming to you? You want to feel the Holy Ghost walking with you? Then, my friend, oh my God. Oh, you see, see, there are times you talk and then you see his anointing will rest on you. His glory will come. Do you want to feel that way? Then you have to take away sin. That thing that is keeping you from him, you have to rise up one day, clear it all. So you ought to cry, give me strength. Give me strength that I may stand for you. (laughs) Give me strength. Give me strength that I may stand for you. Now, let me go into my message. You see, one thing about the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I believe you will help me tonight. Thank you, Jesus. You see, one thing about the Lord is that He wants to stand back and He wants to watch you perform. What do I mean? Listen to this. What happened in the Garden of Eden, it shows us a dimension of God that we don't yet understand. 
Amen. That which happened in the Garden of Eden, it shows us a dimension of God that many don't yet understand. Now, the Lord created this man and this woman and placed them in the garden. Do you want to know what he did? Just give me one minute. I'm trying to. Pandeleya. Comprende stalavara. Comprende ana. And I have seen your glory. I can't move. Can't move. Oh, I have seen. <laughs> you know, the day that Peter met Jesus is a testimony of who Jesus is. <laughs> he said, I am a sinful man. Even Peter knew that this creature called Jesus, hey, he himself could not stay with him because of his sinfulness. See, the day you will see Jesus, you will stop sinning. Ah, sin will die in your heart. He said, I am a sinful man. Don't come close to me. Ah, do you know what? Instead of Jesus not coming to him, Jesus Christ said, Now, you drop your sin that I will walk with you. So, Peter saw his glory. He saw his glory. And chose to walk with him. Uh-huh. There are a lot of things that you are looking for, and they are not Jesus. Okay, now, see now, follow me, follow me. It looks like, okay, I have to step this down a little bit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, watch this. Follow me. In the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Are you there, Gilbert? Are you there? Genesis, chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. So, listen. It looks like as if God is interested in seeing the man he has created surrounded by things that can easily make him turn away from God and giving man the choice to choose between him and those things follow me now watch this and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it and the Lord God commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die now do you know what is going on here it's just like um, your mom your mom is 
putting you in a room and then in that same room he placed a very hot soup with big big meat goat meat chicken meat every kind of meat inside the pot and then your mom says hey steven i'm going out please i'm leaving this pot of soup and meat with you please do not touch it okay let's say in the morning before she left she gave you some of them so she left the room and then you were alone with the pot let's say in the morning you are not feeling hungry but in the afternoon you took a stroll Say, ah, let me even check what is inside this pot. What is your mom thinking? Why would she leave you in a room with a pot of soup filled with meat? And then she's saying, don't touch it. That is what God did to Adam and Eve. If you don't want them to sin, if you don't want them to do what you don't want then remove them from that environment you see but that is not god this god that we are serving oh he just wants to show us a dimension of himself listen carefully so he creates an environment and he places an object there something that you would love so much and something that you can choose over him so he wants to know whether you will choose that or you will choose him you see man was created as a free agent meaning man was given the power of choice so now one thing about god he wants to know whether you will choose him whether it is him that you want you know so many times we have failed this test so many times many of you are saying things like ah if it if if i was the one in the garden of eden ah, i would have chosen i would have chosen the the tree of life you are lying god why why did you place the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the same garden if you don't want them to sin because you see God wanted to test their love for him say love oh i believe i think some of you are sleeping already some of you are already sleeping come feleke now you see God wanted to test their love for him do you see that so now in this verse that we just read he is asking man to fight to fight to be with him or to choose to be with darkness so every day adam and eve wakes up in the garden they see that tree standing before them <laughs> tree of knowledge of good and evil okay that is fine today they chose god 
The next day, they come again. Tree of knowledge of good and evil is looking at them and they are looking at it. Ha! Okay, that's fine. The next day, they will come again and then they will see it. You see, that is what God has done. Now, when you look at the world in which we live in, their opportunity to sin, you see, it is still the same thing. The same thing. We are in an environment where we can easily choose between the things of this world and Him. God has made it that way. So that, listen, you would fight every day to be with Him. Oh, that is true love. That is true love. That is true love. Every day you awake and you choose Him. 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 That is what Job did. Hey! Then God fell in love with Job. And God said, Hey, Mr. Devil, come here. Look at this man. Among all the men on the earth, this man wakes up every day and he chooses me. <laughs> Can you stop him? <laughs> God was intoxicated. You see, let me tell you. You see, because of the man, because of the way man was created, he is inclined to choose evil than to choose good. There's nothing good in man. So if man begin to choose good over evil, then man is now beginning to fulfill the purpose. Let us make man in our own image. You see, it is the joy of God to see man walk on the earth as God. Perfect! That is what he said to Abraham. Walk before me and be thou perfect! It means, choose me every day over the idols of your heart. Over those things that you love. Hey! Provenia. Listen to me. The destiny of man all through his life would be to learn to choose him every day in the midst of that which he could have loved over him. That is our destiny now. That is our destiny. That we will learn to love him, to choose him every day. Can that be you? Can that be you? Can that be you? <laughs> Sometimes we will we'll be with him two days in a week and then there are many days <laughs> with the things we love, with darkness. We go into the month of June. Oh, you make up your mind. This month, Lord, I'm going to be with you. You go, you try. At the middle of June, you have forgotten your commitment to him. Things begin. You see, now, what happened in the garden was this. The devil said, okay, so these men, they want to tell me that they love God more than this beautiful tree here. No. I'm going to prove them. The same way, you see, the same way God bragged with Job, probably 
he would have bragged with Adam and Eve to the devil. He said, hey, devil, have you seen the man Adam? Since I told him not to eat of the fruit of this tree, he hasn't eaten it. But you, Lucifer, I just gave you a place in my kingdom and you sinned. Can you see? Ah! It pained Lucifer. It pained him. He said, okay, let us see. He went, possessed a snake. You know, snake cannot communicate to men. Like they cannot say, do this, do that. No. It was a kind of mental communication. Before the fall of man, before the fall of man, communication was not like they were talking. I'm going, no, no, they were not using their mouth. They could communicate. They could look you, they can, they can just look at you and understand everything you are saying. You see, that is the way um, communication is in heaven, non-verbal, non-verbal. Many of the times you communicate with angels in that way. Many of the angels, you communicate to them in that way, non-verbal. So now, when this snake appeared to Eve, the, the serpent directed her mind. He said, look at, so beautiful. This, it can make you nice, it can make you, it can make you this. And then, you see, this is what I was saying. Most of the time, we begin to chat. You see, this mind that we have is so powerful. We begin to focus our mind on things that doesn't have to do with God. Everything that is in this world has been made in such a way that it is subtracted from God. So when you check in the, in the schooling system, they have somehow removed God. Because they don't want to involve God. So that the heart of men will not be with God. So everything has been made in such a way that it is minus God. So now, and this is the environment that we have been called to walk in. So now, we must learn to carry our God into it. If, where did you leave God when you were interacting with the devil? Was he with you? You see, if was not conscious of him, if you are conscious of him with you, it will be much more easier for you. You begin to ask him, Lord, look at this serpent. The serpent is saying I should eat. Should I eat? Was it written that if ever asked God? That is how many of us will live our lives. We live without interacting with him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Are you guys there? Now, watch this. Everything that was created in the garden was good but one thing was bad <laughs> who can tell me what was that everything created in the garden was good but one thing was bad who can tell me what was it
Who knows what it is? Okay, now. No. Everything that was created, God created, God said it was good. But one thing, God said it was bad. Okay, Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Can you display that? Genesis chapter 2. Verse 18. Let's all read that verse and see what was bad. Can you read? And the Lord God said, It is not good for the first time. For the first time, the Lord God said, It is not good. What was not good? Just that the man should be alone that the man should be alone just it is not good <laughs> please i'm not coming to talk about marriage here keep your mind straight <laughs> follow me this it is not good that the man should be alone is this i will make him i will make him and help me for him you see what I'm saying? Someone is saying loneliness of man. Do you see where you are going? Where I'm going and where you are is not the same. Follow me. <laughs> and the Lord God said, It is not good. It is not good that the man should be alone. Okay, we are going to put these things into light and see what was not good. Why did God say it is not good for the man to be alone? Who can tell me? Why did he say it is not good for the man to be alone? Can you tell me that? You said loneliness of man. Okay, let's take that as a point. Okay, I think some of you are getting closer. Now, let's look at their three school of thought. Their three school of thought here in this verse. For the reason why God said it is not good for the man to be alone. <laughs> so that most of the creatures we have paid. <laughs> Now, let's take um, Let's scrutinize this point Number one The first point Or the first school of thought Is that 
those who think the woman can help the man dress the garden and keep the garden clean like some of you are saying so that they can help each other those of you who think that the woman can help the man to dress the garden and keep it clean that is one and then two those who think the woman would provide a company for the man now that is your point so that it doesn't feel what lonely so according to the first set they think the reason why god said it is not good for man to be alone is because they want a man would need a woman to help the man to be cleaning the the garden to sweep uh, sweep sweep the garden and keep you know women they are talented when it comes to clip cleaning off room some of us men oh our room we sweep it maybe two times or three times in a week but for the women hey every day every day. <laughs> you know <laughs> the women they are talented for the men we can't don't don't deceive yourself you can't be, you can't be cooking every day every day you want to be cooking why you it's not possible <laughs> every day cook that is not possible if you are a man and every day you can cook 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 hey i'm clapping for you senior men senior bachelor now number 3 The second one was so that he can provide a company for the man so that the man will not be sitting down sad looking oh nobody is with me he will be sad i need somebody i need <laughs> so the reason why god said it is not good for man to be alone is it because that ah the man is just sitting down there is looking is looking at a monkey he cannot be friends with a monkey you see him he's play he's play with a dog oh forget let's look for somebody like him so that he will not be alone okay that's the second school of thought then the third school of thought which is not common which is <laughs> okay it says those who think the woman will help or assist the man to always choose god over all other desires <laughs> i know that one is not common yeah because the holy ghost spoke that to me says those who think the woman would help or assist the man to always choose god over all other things <laughs> Can it be that the reason why the Lord said it is not good for the man to be alone is because man cannot fight that battle alone of trying to overcome evil. He needs somebody to help him and said to support him so that they can overcome evil and choose God. Huh? Okay now. Don't accept any point yet. Don't accept any point. Let us scrutinize the point. Are you with me? Oh, some of you are sleeping. Are you guys here? Let us scrutinize this point. Let us take it to the um to the lab. You know, when you get to the lab and you want to perform tests, 
you, do you know what is a litmus test? You have to put the blue litmus paper in an acid. If it turns red, it means, oh, the content in which you subjected that litmus paper is an acid. If you take a red litmus paper and you put it in an acid and then it doesn't change or in a substance and it doesn't change, you know that, oh, this can, it cannot, it cannot be a base, it's probably an acid. But if you take a red litmus paper and then you place it in a substance and then it changes into blue, you know that, um, oh, probably this substance is a base. This is a base. <laughs> For those of you who did chemistry in school, that is, <laughs> that is an extension for you. <laughs> now, so now let's continue. Let's scrutinize this point. Let's check the litmus test. Now, number one, we said our first point was that the reason why God brought the woman was for the woman to help the man to dress the garden and clean it. Okay, now let me ask you a question. Would God have taken the garden from them? If one day the Lord came and then he saw that, oh, the mango tree has grown very, very big. Everywhere is dirty. Would God come and say, Adam and Eve, get out of my garden. You have made my garden dirty. I told you to dress the garden. Take care of the garden. Look at the monkey. Look at, they have no bath since morning. Ah, all of you, get up. Would God chase them out of the garden because <laughs> the garden was dirty? Lion is playing in the mud. Would God have chased them out? Answer me, please. Huh? Okay. Candy said no. Who again? No. Another person. Probably, yes. Okay, so at least we have three no's. You know, those of you watch, um, is it American Got Talent? When they say three no, 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 like that, it means forget it. So now let's look at the second point. Let's look at the second point. We said the second point was because, um, the woman would provide a company for the man so that he doesn't feel alone. So I want to ask you a question. Would God tell the man would God have said because after he created Eve still Adam was still feeling lonely. So he's going to take the, way, the garden away from them. If I created you so that you will be keeping Adam company. So he will not feel lonely. But yet, after you came, every day I am still seeing Adam lonely. Okay, you people should leave my garden. Would God suck them out because Adam was feeling lonely? Would he drive them from the garden? Huh? Please, answer my point. Those of you who are sleeping, wake up. Where is... um? Michael, the other Michael, prudent. And then where is um, Jennifer? And Clem, you are all sleeping. Oh. Okay, answer my question. 
Would God have driven them out? No. Now, okay. Now, let's look at the third point. So it means that we have run the first two points in a litmus test. And yet, we can decode or we can prove or we can come to conclusion that the Lord would not drive them out. It means that these two points, they cannot stand. We need to take them off. That means your hypothesis, you know, that was what you're having. Your hypothesis, it did not, it did not qualify. After the experiment, your hypothesis did not qualify. So, we are disregarding the two points. Now, let's look at the third point. Let's look at the third point. Those who think the woman would keep, or sorry, would help or assist the man to always choose God over all other desires. Now, this particular point is what the Holy Ghost ministered to me, spoke to me. Let's now think about it. Woman, I have brought you. Help this man. So that every day, the both of you, you would stand together to choose me. And you don't choose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Can that be the reason why? Now, let's scrutinize this particular point. Now, so... The moment the man chose his own desires and did not include God, they lost their relationship with God and they also lost their garden. Do you see that? The moment the woman chose the fruit of the knowledge of God and evil and the man chose the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, what happened? They lost their relationship with God and they also lost the garden. So listen. So the true purpose of the woman was to help or assist man to protect the heart of that man. To always choose God above all things. So that in the day that the man will be saying, oh, let me go and choose, let me go and take the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. The woman will say, no! You don't need to do that, Adam. You don't need to do that. Another time, Eve will be going to touch it. Adam will say, no! You don't need to do that. Eve, you don't need to do that. You see, but now, the reason why God brought the woman into the garden, the purpose was failed. So the moment the purpose was failed, what happened? They had to leave the garden. They had to leave. And their relationship with God was lost. Do you see that? How many of you understood that? You understood that? Raise up your hand. You understood that? Raise up your hand. So now, listen to me. All the points, they are all good. All the points are good. See, it is good that a woman helps to keep the environment yeah to make the environment clean it is good to make the man have a companion you see but that is not the purpose but most importantly to help him to choose god every day every day so some of you want to go into a relationship and yet you have not even learned 
to choose him over all things. If you go into the relationship, you will still fail. You would still fail. That is the reason why he created man. You see, some people will come and say, ah, My husband is cheating on me. My wife is, yes, they will cheat. They will cheat. They will cheat on you. They will cheat on you. You too, you will cheat on them. Because you have, see, as long as you have not learned to choose God over all things, you are not ready for a relationship. You are not ready. See, we will learn to choose God over all things to the extent that our life will now start to begin to influence others. Others. That because I chose God, hey, Gilbert will also choose God. Because I chose God, you see that? Candy will choose God. Do you see that? Do you see it? Harakum that is what he meant when he said, Let your light shine before men. Let your light shine before men. You see, this is a way of God. He will stand back, He will place you in the midst of serpents, in the midst of wolves, and He will stand back and watch. If you would now begin to walk with serpents and scorpions. You will begin to what? If you will now begin to walk with wolves. The Lord is releasing a grace tonight. The Lord is releasing a grace tonight. I know His hand. He's releasing a grace tonight. Yes. You are gaining strength. I'm telling you, you are gaining strength. You are gaining strength tonight. <laughs> oh. Oh. Praveniyatai. Every time, every time we choose God over evil, we honor Him. We honor Him. We exalt Him. Why was He angry? You see, when you watch, when you study the first four commandments, you would see it has to do with idols. With idols. Things that you have chosen above God. Things that you have chosen above God. There's a message, there's a message you need to listen to that is um, free from the chains of things sin. I think if you listen to this message, you should also try and listen to that. It's going to bless you. And they are also in the same line. Free from the chains of things sin. Free. 
the days draw closer to his returning, darkness would be increasing and light would also be increasing. As the days draw closer to his return, men will love darkness more and men will love light more. <laughs> There's no place where you can stand and say, I am for darkness and I am for light. Choose now this day whom you will say. Choose now. The Lord Jesus said, He said, You cannot serve mammon and me. It's either you choose one and you despise the other. But there are many people they don't love God. They are choosing mammon every day. Every day. And yet they think they are walking, they are marching in the army of the Lord. The Genesis of light and darkness started when Lucifer chose to rebel against the great God and he said if angels can rebel against me then let me make man let us make man in our own image and see whether they will also rebel against us and yet the first man the first man rebelled against him yet he had an agenda. He had an agenda that he has chosen one called Jesus from the beginning of time. That if men should fail, Jesus would walk upon the earth and choose and teach men how they should walk. Hi. Hi. That by him, all men would now be saved. All men would now learn to walk in the light. Do you see? So that is why the reason why he came was to call men into the light. To call men into the light. To show men how to walk, how to choose God. That is why he never brought any glory to himself. He says, look unto the Father. Look unto the Father. Look unto the Father. He said, I came from him. I came from him. I have chosen him over all things. Men ought to live this way. You see, this was the destiny of man to choose God over darkness. But what we are seeing today is a tragedy. Heaven weeps, weeps over the darkness in the land. So in Genesis 6, it says it broke the heart, it broke the heart of God that he created man upon the face of the earth. It broke his heart. We want to see man. If angels rebelled, what about men? What about men? Would they also rebel? Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. You know. My angel is already signaling to me. My angel is already signaling to me that my time is up. I have to go now. I leave you with peace. I leave you with grace in your heart. I leave you strengthened. And I leave you charged. 
terrible arise in your heart. Whatever is to take, whatever is to take, choose Him over all things. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Ebravenista matana, cause me, cause me to walk with you. Cause me to walk with you. Cause me. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Ebrandos tabrakia tana, hambrakia franista labrandista, covredista labrocomprenia tana. Open your mouth and begin to pray, 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 pray. Open your mouth and pray. Cause me to walk with you. Cause me. Help me. Help me. Help me to choose you over all things. Open your mouth and pray. Hamrakiandala. Provenisa Banda. Yes, Gilbert. Open your mouth and pray. Rakumbelevrando. Stabrakiatana. Harakunistanana. Let me choose you. Help me to choose you. Help me to choose you. Help me to walk with you. Rafana Masana. Comprefeni Sanamana. Oh, Prasini Vara Comprefeni Atana. Stare up my heart. Stare up my heart. Oh Father, cause your grace to be released upon your people. Cause your grace to be available to your people to choose you over all these. As we wake up every day, as we wake up every day to darkness in this world. We ask for your grace. God bless you all. God bless you all. God bless you all. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. I came by prayer. I will stay in prayer When I leave this home I will go in prayer I came by prayer